Hello and welcome to Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber. It is Kung Fu Friday. We are, of course, your podcast for all your movie reviews, high and low, great and bad, but but not so bad that you can't watch it. Don't worry, we'll be the judge of that. I, of course, am Basil, your ex-Assassin's Corp general, and... I am now in charge of charioting in your episodes, being your wonderful and loving host. Today, we have a very special episode. The boys went down to San Diego and checked out the Latino Film Festival. They went and got to see the movie El Bayonetta. Fantastic movie about a gentleman in Tijuana who won the gold medal in boxing. A fantastic independent film. The boys actually had the pleasure of meeting and greeting with the director of the film afterwards. And he did a little Q&A. So the boys were very jazzed about that. We talk about plenty of games, fantastic recommendations, and it's all for your listening pleasure. So without further ado, enjoy El Bayonetta Review. Like, are you talking about the this like, is a Asian... white person stack? Are you I talking don't about care. the Asian ones? That sounds so. Or good. are you talking about like <gasps> Nilla wafers? Yo, because there's a difference. The Asian ones are to die for because there's a different texture. There. Oh, they have to die for. They have. You know what I do in the morning? Yeah, I have it. I have it with my cup of coffee. Your cup of coffee? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but but Judy, Judy, before I got into my nightgown, my nightgown, right? He looks at me, right? And he says, do you want to leave the lights on? Can you believe the nerve of him? Do you want to leave the lights on? Yeah, what happened to your voice there? Oh, no, I think I got it too. Uh, 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 Andy. Andy, yeah, I yeah. need... This I, is like magic. Andy, I need my Marlboros. Wait. Go get me my new get, pods. Get me one, too. Go I get don't me know my, whose Marlboros I'm getting. Go get me my Camel Reds. Camels? Go, yeah, that's right. I'm a robust woman. That's what okay. I smoke. I have, I have a secret stash in new pods. Wait, do you want saving. two lumps or one lump of sugar in your Camel coffee? And Andy, what are you talking about? We're talking about the cigarettes. That's what we oh. need. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was code word for coffee. No, coffee is a code word for sex. That's We're right. We have a big ass coffee in the bathroom. Andy, oh, that's what Andy, mom meant. You, you're such a handsome little boy, but you know thanks, what? Thanks, I Andy. can't ask that's you. That's why I love going to Europe. There's so many coffee hey, shops. Andy, do you have snacks? And you know what the weird thing is? Is that all the waiters' names are Andy. Auntie. Except for in Italy. Some of them like to go by Antonio. You know, I always thought they like to go by Marcello, but <laughs> I it's just kind of different. You Whoa. know, it depends on the restaurant you go to. Hey, how'd you get that accent? Is it when you were having tea time with with the gardener? 
You no, mean Roberto? That was, that yeah. was coffee time. Oh, that's man. what. That was that's what happened. That was definitely having some dark coffee. It was. Oh, and he was so handsome. Oh, and then and then when he added the cream, mm, that was some good cream in the coffee. In the coffee, mm. yeah, mm. very good. So, guys, what's going on? My name is Alex. I am your wee boy posing as a functioning member of society. To the front of me, Roberto. <laughs> I still can't believe you used the announcer name. <laughs> I'm Gaming Guru Khan. And to my left and your right is Hi, my guys. right or my left. Hi, and, and, <clears throat> Andy. And oh yeah, oh hey, hey that's hey. Nikonsi. Hey guys. That's our super buff, super strong, super shy boy, Nakonsi. Today, we are excited to say that we're supporting our local San Diego uh, Latino Film Festival. And these homeboys were chill enough to go check out a movie down there. It is El Bayoneta, which is a fantastic movie. The, the, the translation of that title is The Bayonet. And uh, basically, I won't go into the movies, but it was a fantastic movie. Uh, super enjoyed it. But before yeah. we do that, rather than do that, can we go? Can we go? Pull up. No drinks. I'm not thirsty right now. Please. Okay. Like, all right, man. I'm gonna yeah. just park it. Damn. Yeah. Damn. 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 We at the game corner, motherfucker. Damn. So that, I don't think I talked about it last week, but Final Fantasy Dissidia NT hit PC, which is really important because that's a good fucking game. It's four years old, unfortunately. Uh, it came out in Jap- Japanese arcade with a very specific weird joystick setup that's similar to, I don't know if anybody else has ever played it because we have a very specific audience. Uh, it's called Virtual On, which uses these two joysticks, and you're kind of like in a mech arcade cabinet. I love that game. Anyway, Dissidia is a Dissidia Final Fantasy NT. I might be saying all these words in the wrong order because it's a really <laughs> anime name, and it is a great kind of mix between like a fighting game and a MOBA like team game, uh, and just if you're a fan of Final Fantasy, go support it because. One of the biggest things that people don't seem to understand is that the depth of the characters that we have, like, huge ties to from the main series of Final Fantasy. Yeah, all those guys. Yeah, all those story characters. Uh Like, they don't get as much depth from their games. uh, Or or they do get a lot of depth from their games, obviously, but that's, like, the, the character in the epic. Not their, like, kind of idea of your kind of everyday interaction with these characters mm. and i think that that adds a lot of more character with uh decidia giving all of these characters voice lines uh lots of well done voice acting so this is an arcade this was an this arcade was game an arcade game in and japan then, and then it was ported to the ps4 is it a is it a like then, a fighting game yeah I, I said that a little bit earlier are you listening <clears throat> I missed that part. I said it's it a fighting game and kind of a team-based game because it's 3v3. Okay, I'm sorry. I missed yeah. it. Alex, uh, go ahead and edit this part out. No, Is this like a out. fighting game? Shame him for not listening. You know what I was thinking? <laughs> I was like, they got like RPG games in the fucking like, ja- yeah, Japanese like, arcade. Whoa. Can you imagine being the kid fucking waiting for your turn? <clears throat> God. 
I hate turn base. It's been 74 hours. Shit. Dude, but when you go to Japan, they have like eight story arcades. Oh Literally, my God. I'm I mean, so excited. each, each I spot only has like maybe five games in a room. And then you go up the next level. But at the same time, you're talking about. Because they had to spread them. Yeah, but like literally floors uh, are entire communities of people there to play a single game. Well, they, those they, genre of games you can play them. that virtual on game. Would those communities yeah, accept me as one of their? Uh, no, because you're a dirty weeb. Uh, they have it. They have a whole How floor sad. just with rhythm games, like Dance Dance Revolution and the drum games and. Taiko no Tatsujin. So why are you, why are you saying that to me, Nakansi? Are you oh, saying because no, we were just excited to tell you? So when you go the there, weeb, yeah. Are you saying that I'm into rhythm games because of I don't know my ethnicity? Salsa dancer. Yeah, I. This is a really extended game. What I'm hearing <laughs> right now. This is really. I am outraged. Wow, there's more people <laughs> at my corner than I'm he, used to. Damn. <laughs> he's going cross-eyed right now. Wow. I don't know what to do. I can't believe you would ever say that to me. I'm so upset right now. You have insulted my people. I'm just gonna. Pet his nose. I'm just like, uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. But yeah, I'm still mad. My, my, my name is Inigo Montoya. And oh, then curl his hair. Oh, don't do the hair. Mm. Okay, all right. You know what? You're okay. Other yeah. things that are important to gaming is Halo Master Chief Collection has included Reach and is coming to Steam, which is insane because they shut down easily one of the biggest things pretty much solely based off of the fact that the Russians were making it. It is a... There was a version called Halo Online, which was based around... Is that an action game? Fucking a concept. You got me. Also... I know you're dying. That's why I'm like... Let it roll out. Let it roll. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> and Halo Master Chief Collection coming to Steam is going to be really important because the last time we were uh, even showing a chance of getting Halo Online for PC players was actually Halo Online for the Russians and then modded to become Halo, like, quote, El Dorito. Dorito being spelled as you, as you would assume, D-E-W-Rito, R-I-T-O, a Mountain Dew gamer reference. Point being, it there's is... like gamers mm-hmm. crashing their cars right now from laughing so hard, <laughs> and they just crash because they don't listen while driving, guys. It's not safe. Go ahead, and just it's really exciting for us to get like the official uh port from them as well as getting Halo Reach added into this uh into the system. It'll be really good. And it's going to be technically the second time that PC has gotten Halo because we don't really count Halo online. It was only for the Russians. That's right. There was one other thing I was talking about. Good thing you you waited, Alex. Yeah, because you guys keep... That was a good thing. <laughs> Throw it off my groove. I'm so good sorry. You waited. I'm so sorry, Junior. I'll make it good in the in the post edit. It's okay. You can also just have it have me yelling about throwing off my groove because obviously I'm the wackiest person here. Look at the Instagram. <laughs> uh, was that a comedy movie? Look yes. at the Instagram. 
cupcake. Yes, it was. <laughs> tell them the one more. The, tell the listeners. The last thing I wanted to tell the listeners about is... Look at the Instagram. <laughs> is that uh, it is okay for things to not be for you. Okay. It is okay for things to not be for you. We okay. are in a time with lots of good content, both in our just in all the forms of media that we can consume. We have lots of good literature right now. We have lots of good foreign films, foreign literature, aka I don't know how to read anything besides English. I'm an idiot. Me too. <laughs> and we have cool movies, we have mm-hmm. really cool music coming out. And so the reason I'm bringing this up is because one of my all-time favorite series oh, is Power it's, Rangers. It's a weird one. <laughs> and <laughs> not someone's going to appreciate this even if it's not you. Yeah. You. Yeah. In your car. You. I can hear you. Over here in the corner. <laughs> All right. Power Rangers. Power Rangers uh came out with a mobile game not too long ago that I've been playing for a year. And but yeah, not too long ago I've been playing for a year. Um <laughs> and at the end of the day, it I, it's a it's a mobile game, so they kind of demand money at a certain point. But it's really cool. What this leads into is we have coming soon, like April twentieth time, is a three v three fighting game for Power Rangers, like oh, Marvel shit. and Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and it's called Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Uh, the confirmed cast right now is kind of very weird to explain. But basically, story-wise, in Power Rangers... I don't know how long you guys have been keeping up on your Power Rangers lore. Is, yeah, I dropped off on Turbo Rangers. I'm sorry. Is Tur- also, there is a, Wait, real mm-hmm. quick. Shout out to Turbo Ranger. That shit was sick as fuck. Turbo was really well done. And yet, at the same time, why didn't we have Tokyo Drifting? Anyway, Go ahead and tell me about that. Uh, so in the, I guess in the Thanks. comic book series, maybe in some of the newer Power Rangers series, I haven't actually gotten through all of it, which is a shame. It's okay. We forgive you. You're a busy man. Uh, there has some sort of evil counterpart universe bullshittery that goes on right now, which isn't too far to, you know, isn't, isn't too big of a stretch. It's Power Rangers. Power Rangers is really anime. Uh, and so other universe evil Tommy corrupts that universe's K- Kimberly and Sick. thus evil Tommy and evil Kimmy rule the world and now we have like evil black ranger soldiers and anyway those are three of the characters that we're gonna get in this like multiverse clash battle for the grid we're gonna have I think his name is Lord Draken or Lord Drakion. Uh, just and then like there's an evil pink ranger, there's an evil black ranger. We're gonna have green Tommy. We're gonna have Ray, like Jason. This is what's gonna be happening in the game. Yeah, this is a fighting this is game. amazing. This is a fighting game. <laughs> Not, really cool. okay, come on, stop it. I didn't. This is a legit question. <laughs> this is a game. I thought we were talking about a movie. No, that sounds amazing, dude. You know what to I do? Finally, get like. Uh-huh. A, like the not saying that the last Power Rangers fighting game we got was bad, but it's old. It's like Super Nintendo old. Yeah. So we're in a new era of everything. All of the like is again. I preface this all with it is okay for content to not be for you. It is okay, guys. But maybe if you open your minds a little bit and stop being a bitch, you might find out that it is for you. 
you might find a side of you that you didn't know existed. Oh, what's that? You're adding another dimension to the block that is you? You're developing this your character? This is no longer a block. This, this ain't a cube. This, this is, is a, a polyhedron. Polyhedron. Okay? Great. Welcome to being multi-faceted, multi-layered, and an interesting individual. Congratulations. You know what? You know what else is, you know, a really specifically unpopular opinion? The first Shrek was amazing. It the really was. onion. It really was. It connects. So, right now, um, I am having the privilege... <laughs> Of looking at gameplay. Also, Mortal Kombat 11 is coming out. Excuse me. Here too. Excuse me. Gameplay. There's so many good games. Of of the Power Rangers fucking fighting game. This thing looks so epic and so throwback. This is. I'm going to rewind it for you, Myron, because it's only a minute 30 seconds. Check it out, so. dude. Look at. Oh, my God. Tommy. But how's that g- fun on your game on your phone? No, no. This, this isn't the phone game. This is, this is going to PS4, what? Switch, Xbox, and PC. That's crazy. Oh, my God. I was previously want to play it. I was talking about the phone game. Oh, I like that one. I like that one the when, phone ta- game when uh, Jason like, was that guy. I forgot what, what that story is, though. When Jason becomes the gold Zero Ranger. Yes. Yeah. There's a podcast, by the way, that they like break down the Power Rangers series, and I'm like, mm. what's it called? Oh my god, right it's white ring. <laughs> it's Tiger it, Tommy. It's like teenagers with attitude or something like that. That was my favorite like White Ranger. The Tiger Tiger Tommy with yeah. Saban. Saban, yeah. Which is funny because that's the name of the creator of Power Rangers or like the you know, the one of the main producers is Saban. And they just ended up naming the like little lion. This is incredible. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So sidebar. I prefaced all <coughs> that with the talking about the mobile fighting game because that was kind of like helping them push for this. Was like people want a fighting game. That's incredible. Okay. So, um, that was Khan's game corner. <laughs> it that, was a blast. There were so many people usual, at your game corner. As usual, it ends up being a quite a long corner but also this time we had more guests that's right guys okay so my recommendation for the week this is your boy alex i'm bringing to you guys a i sound so radio voicey i want to throw up i watched this week i watched brian callen's new stand-up special brian callen complicated apes it was a like super well-crafted stand-up comedy special um like I was seriously laughing so hard. Um, he talks about some really good issues. Think about like equanimity and the bird, like uh, um, Dave, Ch- Dave Chappelle's. Dave Chappelle's. The way he talks about like some real ass issues like that are going on, and makes them funny, but still makes like a point. Like it was uh, a very funny, enlightened, like stand-up special that like i i watched it like twice now and i laughed just as hard the second time so uh go check that out i know it's on youtube i paid 3.99 for it because i I love brian callen i love that dude listen to him on fighter and the kid joe rogan all the time all the stuff that he's done as far as acting i'm a huge fan of that guy so i was just like yo i'm gonna pay the 3.99 but i think you can get it like if you have amazon prime you can watch it on there 
What's his um, name again? Brian Callen. Brian Callen. Brian Callen. No, it's Brian Callen. Uh, so yeah, Brian Callen, Complicated Apes. That's my recommendation. Nakazi, go. Electro, Diglett, Nidoran, Mankey, Venusaur, Ratatata, Fiero, Pidgey, Seeking, uh. Jolteon, Dragonite, Ghastly, uh. Ponyta, Vaporia, Polyrath, Butterfree. Catch him, catch him, gotta catch him all. Gotta catch him all. Pokemon! Boom. <laughs> We're your family. You're welcome. You're welcome. Recommendation of the week from me is Love, Death, and Robots, which is an American adult animated anthology television series on Netflix. The 18-episode first season was just released on March 15, 2019, and the series is produced by Joshua Donan, David Fincher, Jennifer Miller, and Tim Miller. Each episode was animated by different crews from a range of countries. The series is a reimagining of Fincher and Miller's long-in-development reboot of Heavy Metal. Because you said, you said Heavy Metal. And that is my recommendation of the week. I really don't want to say much, but it's a, I... It's an anthology, right? Yeah, right, and yeah. I'm really enjoying <laughs> these anthologies. Uh, the last recommendation was an anthology by Jordan Peele, which is called Weird City on YouTube. This is an anthology by David Fincher and Tim Miller um, f- for Netflix. Why okay, is, so here's why here's Tim what Miller I... Miller sound familiar? I don't remember right off the top of my head right now. He uh, wrote and directed uh, Deadpool. Ah, oh, good shit, good shit, good Dude, shit. I think, he, like, okay, so it was really good. What I really liked about the first, like, the 10-minute episode that I watched with you. By the way, these episodes are, like, super short and amazing. Is that the three characters that were in this episode were already fully developed. You know how sometimes when you have characters, they have to, like, grow over time in the series? Like, these guys were, like, fully developed, like, hilarious. They had a great, like... Uh, dynamic between each other I was dying it, it was, was like, so funny it was like when you just jump into the middle of a show and the characters are just yeah it was yeah. weird because it's it's like you guys are saying the characters were well developed already and like you just said it's, it's like jumping into the middle of a show except at the same time it's like you jumped into the middle of the show and this is like one of the highlight episodes where you're like you can see what's going on you're like yeah I want to watch more, <laughs> but Can we I don't more? get to. We don't. You don't. It's just that one episode, and every single uh, episode of this anthology is like that. Eighteen episodes. Uh, it's amazing. I'm gonna go watch them all I right now. I think that one was the shorter one of the shorter ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic recommendation, guys. Good job. Time Everybody. for the meat. I think it's time for the meat of the sandwich. Uh, we. What went- kind of meat goes into a? Uh- Sandwich of this guy. I'm thinking fried. The, what's the fried pork cutlet sandwich? I'm so glad you stopped the entire podcast to wow. ask this question. Wow. No, it's important. Uh, I would go with a. A lot of people go with turkey breast cuts, like mm-hmm. deli cuts. I'm actually of an oven roasted chicken breast. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a fan of that. But I was thinking of like specifically a powerful. Mexican flavor. Oh, that's a good point. Like uh, own What's it called? The like, uh, um, chorizo. 
Chorizo would be a good, but chorizo is more like a a, a, a ground yeah. meat. Yeah. What so kind for, of meat? Pork. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. What the like? I'm thinking of like a torta for sandwich. Yeah, for sandwich. You go carne asada. So today we watched a movie <laughs> called uh, El Bayoneta, a fantastic movie. Uh, it, it was definitely an indie film, but it was definitely very. I'm not an indie film uh, fan. I can watch them and, and and I can enjoy them sometimes, but I'm mostly going to go with like regular films. But this one was approachable enough by normal audience, non-independent indie film fans uh, that you everybody would enjoy it. Yeah. It's about a dude who uh, was a huge boxer, a gold medalist. Olympic. Olympic Love boxer, yeah. right, from Mexico. And... Something happens, something very traumatic happens after he wins uh, one of the biggest fights. And for some reason, he moves to Finland, leaves his family, and starts training boxers out there uh, with his old trainer. And the, the movie kind of unfolds from there. It's his comeback into boxing uh, from just losing everything, training a, a, a fighter, and that fighter losing and him saying, fuck that shit. I want to, you know, support my daughter back in Mexico and Tijuana. And and, I, and I'm going to do that by boxing again. So it's kind of like a comeback story in a way. There is, it is very easily like the story, the plot itself. We've seen this stuff before. It is a comeback story. Yes. But the storytelling it's is, about something is else different entirely. It's very well done. And here's the thing. I want to tell you guys what the movie is about, but this is one of those movies where, you know when someone like says, hey, taste this drink or this dish, and they ask, what does it taste like? And you're like, I can't describe it. You literally have to t- like experience it in order to like get the full experience. What's funny about you bringing up like the drink experience in particular is that at the same time it might not be for everybody and that's totally fine because it's like some people have different taste buds like I'm going to drink Monster all day and somebody out there is going to be like I really can't handle Monster and then they drink a Rockstar. And they're chill. Okay, so <laughs> back to the movie. So the movie, um, the nice thing is that he he blends two two different movies into one. So the fighting, the boxing aspect about this movie, if you're just looking at it for 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 that, it's a fantastic boxing movie. There's a lot of great choreography, like some of the best boxing choreography that I've seen in boxing movies. Just not enough boxing. Um scenes yeah um there's there's a there's plenty of training scenes um but there's like maybe two or three fights that you actually get to watch but sidebar uh uh-huh is that including the one we missed (laughs) no no you guys didn't miss one we didn't miss one no okay so no no i was right i was like we missed eight minutes of film there could have been a fight (laughs) (laughs) no it was it was uh it was really fun uh i think do we want to use the normal format that we usually go in? No, Since- not for this because I want them. I don't want to spoil anything, and I want them to just watch it and enjoy it with a fresh, fresh pair of eyes. Yeah, but there are some things we can talk about. Sure. What do you want to touch on? Uh, 
one of my favorite things about the movie was how it showed another side to boxing. Oh, right, right. All the boxing movies, we just we really see the glamorous side, right? That makes you want to be a boxer. In this movie, it shows the guy he reaches the top of his boxing career, is an Olympic champ, and then he he gets through. Uh, he basically we watch him go through PTSD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from his uh, from that match. From that traumatic thing that happened to him during that match. Another thing is is that people don't actually... I think another thing that people need to watch this for is to understand that PTSD happens very regularly for many different reasons. And some things that may not be tragic to you in support of mental health could be devastating for somebody else. Uh, and then another thing that in particular i really really liked that we can't talk about is the sound design was amazing for this movie the soundtrack was beautiful and also uh the q and a at the end he even mentioned like they spent like they didn't have the extra true sounds from microphones and whatnot to capture it on set so they had to do all that sound design uh post filming like yeah that's editing. crazy and on like like for some people you will definitely notice that it is edited in but for me it was just that it it was edited in and it was done so well that it was noteworthy like i was just paying attention to the way that he they incorporated all these different ambient noises that make you feel yeah it's incredible uh like the moment because we're like it, first of all that experience was amazing sitting there for a q a with the director that was who, super and super super like fanboying and i didn't understand what could happen yeah yeah <laughs> like it you i didn't know this director before the movie and i watched this brilliant work of art and that's his first movie he made yeah <laughs> i looked it up <laughs> god um and and then you you you're looking at him because we were sitting in the second row yeah we were like talking as if he's sitting at our podcast right now uh so that was insane like being that far away from the guy and and people asking him questions about uh you know making the movie but the biggest thing that shocked me was when he said yeah in post-production and post-editing the most frustrating thing about editing like the the fights and whatnot was going in and trying to match up the noises i was like motherfuckers you didn't record this live you went back and did it It it's crazy couldn't fucking tell on top of all that i think that when the opportunity arises getting to actually see people who worked on the film is this really strange kind of like starstruck and humbling moment because he was just kind of excited to be like he was really excited about, he was like listening to everybody and i didn't understand a lick of spanish i know i, I wish like, i knew spanish i was just like i was looking around i'm like yo what like this is happening and then i just yeah but i liked that <laughs> he uh, <laughs> uh one lady was like uh oh my spanish isn't that good is i'm just gonna ask the question in english and then he's like oh, okay yeah totally fine that's cool mm-hmm yeah, cause he uh, so he he lived in uh, a couple different countries, and one of those was uh, was in the United States for I think nine years. But he's from Mexico City. His name is uh, Kiza Terrazas. He's so, like 
Mexico City as in like Spanish proper or like Span like like Mexico like Mexico City Spanish because you were saying like his Spanish sounds very different and it's funny because so I was really dialect moment right you're right. like that's we're speaking the same language but I don't understand your accent <laughs> yeah 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 um you you definitely got a different uh dialect because again when you hear we're we're from San Diego uh and the the Spanish that people are hearing out here is mostly hick Spanish um by by no in in no way is it not an educated Spanish but most of those people who come to the United States or across the border or you know they come they've only gone to school up to sixth grade this guy's gone to the university so he's uh he was definitely using his dudes and bros, like the the Mexican version of those words. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he would just sound like a regular like college student. Like he would talk like us with, Honestly, with like slang. The and, only thing that I noticed him verbal ticking was like uh, he kept saying like estas, like estas, 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 estas. Like I didn't oh, yeah. know what that I was. I was just listening to it. And I'm like. He's, he's stumbling on a word here. You he can't figure out the next word. <laughs> he, was definitely, <laughs> he was definitely, he uh, definitely stammering. Is, yeah. uh, but yeah, he, he's such a chill dude. Uh, he's on. I went in. I went in like, I had to. I'm like, I got to say something to Put him. Put it just, on podcast. Just you fanboy. I fanboy, <laughs> and I've never known this guy before the fucking movie. But I was like, dude, I gotta go say something to this man who created this movie. Pat him on the shoulder. I was like, hey man, fantastic movie. Enjoyed the shit out of it. And he like enthusiastically patted me on the shoulder too. He's like, "Thanks so much, man. Appreciate it." Like, so down to earth. So, uh, for those of you San Diegans, oh my gosh, I don't know. This isn't gonna come out till Friday. I was gonna say, I hope you guys got to the second showing. They're showing it again on Tuesday. On Tuesday uh, at uh, the AMC a, yeah. Fashion Valley. If anything, no, the Digital Gym Seminar. Oh, Cinema. they're showing it the different one. Yeah, Digital Gym. Take this moment instead to support your film fests when possible, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it costs a little money, but everything does. And then also, how else are we going to get cool foreign films and the chance to talk to the people who worked on it? Right? You never know what you what you are able to see because uh, most of the movies that I see in film festivals, I never find again. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully it... Uh it gets out there. Um, even one of the girls uh, in the audience was asking, like, hey, like, when is this? I want, like, she was like, I want to help show my friends this. So is this going to be on Netflix, Hulu? Like, where can we get it? He's like, uh, it's out in Mexico. And hopefully it does well enough that it does get picked up by Netflix. So we're just like, shit, man. So um, the the movie is called El, El Bayoneta. Real quick, though, like, it's totally plausible to get this outside of Mexico. Like, there was a lot of English speaking going on for a like Mexican Spanish centric like film because it was very it's very universal storytelling as well as yeah. getting to like they really didn't just artificial and we've seen it like Japanese and then all of a sudden okay <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden they just right? one of the big. fucking <laughs> gang members knows english yeah like what is up like no it was very natural like just they would use spanish sometimes they used english a lot for a lot of the film and plausibly finish or finish 
Yeah. Is that what it is? It? There was English in No, he's telling you to finish. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> or, or either that or it's Finlandian. No, that it, sounds it's, more it's mystical. Finnish. They speak Finnish. They are Finland. No. <laughs> Finland. <laughs> they, are, they are from Finland. <laughs> Point Finland. We are Finland. That We um, are inland. This was a very easy to absorb on like from a kind of like international level spe- of speaking. Like this was just I th- I just thought that this was good cinema and it uh, is kind of weird that IMDb people were like it's a six but fucking assholes Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> were like eighty percent like yeah. yeah there you go so I mean there's uh, again it is okay for you to not like things it is very okay I think if but you this was like a great experience I think if you like boxing movies. You'll love this movie. You will. Easy. And, and if you're a fan of boxing, I think this is one of those few films where you're going to be like, oh, that's totally rehearsed. I could see that. Like, it was very natural, real style choreography. This film had heart. Yeah. That's what I got from it. I was like, this has a lot of heart. Yeah, a lot of emotions. Um, like E A H E A R T, not Kevin. Not Kevin Hart. Like, yeah, but Kevin Hart I, 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 was in this movie a lot. And Kevin Hart Very has tiny. a lot of heart, though. He does. Guys, Kevin Hart was not in this movie. We are joking. But Kevin Hart <laughs> would, would probably be even a really, as a joke. Kevin Hart would probably be a really cool dude to get a burrito with. I'm just saying. I'm just saying he likes to hang out with Dwayne Johnson and Will Ferrell. So good times. He's okay by that's, my book. Yeah, that's a good combination. I would love to split a burrito with many people. San Diego burritos are a gift to the world. We put fries in them. Hold on, I want to East Coast. I want to revisit. <laughs> I want to revisit that. Hold on, let's just let's just. Okay, hey guys, uh, once again, the movie is called El Bayoneta. Do we want to touch on any badass? What the f- or just that's it. We just want to. We just let them watch it. Heck yeah, go watch it, guys. Um, I do want to say, I do want to say that something that was really cool about the Q&A with the director with Kiza was that one of the one of the audience members had like the like the balls to put herself out there and be like what was the ending about like yeah, yeah. like you know like I could feel like the the film snobs going like oh don't ask that oh no like let him you know not re- like obviously he's gonna say it's open for interpretation. He's not gonna answer that. That's a bad question to ask. But he was like, "Oh, it meant this for me." But you know, like, what did it mean for you? That was a real moment, though. That's that was, that cool. was a really cool thing because he 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 didn't dodge the question. He was like, "This is the story we wrote, and this is what it meant to me." But also, yeah, it's open interpretation. Yeah. What does it mean and, to you? And the and, lady said that it meant something different from what he, what it meant to mm-hmm. to to the director, to Kiza. And he's like, "See, yeah, it it yeah. it can mean anything. It just he, <laughs> this was a funny thing. It could depend on the kind of day you're having. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you're having a <laughs> shitty day. Yeah, I can see how it could mean that. And it was funny though because he he even told the lady he didn't really know or they didn't really know because he wrote it with his friends. Mm -hmm. They didn't really know um, how they wanted the movie to end until it developed. Yeah. 
and what the meaning was until it developed. It was a very organic process. He made this <laughs> film. Two million dollar budget. Yeah. Which is not that much. Not it's not that much, but it's a lot of money. It still, still is. It still is. Right. Yeah, considering right. And speaking on that topic of not knowing what you wanted it to be like it ended up something completely different from what you guys started as. One of my favorite movies is Swiss Army Man. Right. Oh, I haven't watched that one yet. Definitely go watch that. <laughs> Really, really recommendation. Um, but, like, there's no doubt in my mind, and they even said it on lots of Q&As and interviews and stuff, like, that damn movie starts off as a world's weirdest fart joke. Okay. And then it becomes this really, really different, compelling story later on. And you're just like, this, this started off with, Daniel Radcliffe's corpse and a big ass fart joke. Wow, that sounds super intriguing, and I I think I'm gonna have to go watch it. Um, well, guys, once again, go go check out the movie. Uh, look for it if you t- if you Google it. I'm sure there'll be ways for you to 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 watch it, but we will make sure on our website as soon as we find out where you guys can get it. We'll put that up there for you so you guys can, uh, um, you know, go enjoy it. And experience it. Experience. Oh, such a, just a beautiful journey. Um, not to sound cheesy as fuck. It was a beautiful journey. Too, too, late. too late. Don't forget to follow us at HSTSC33. Uh, we are on Facebook at Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber. We're on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Sound, not SoundCloud, YouTube. <laughs> SoundCloud would be really weird. Stitcher. But like, beep, 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 beep. We're going to get on SoundCloud too for you guys. But tell your friends about us. Subscribe to us. Leave us comments. Follow us on the gram. Yeah, we want to we wanna talk to you guys. You can um, also see stupid videos like Khan running around the running along the ground, doing a bear crawl, running right. away from his responsibilities. It was really... He was very agile. I, I, uh, I was impressed. But... That's it for us, guys. Thank you for for coming in. Uh, make sure you close the door on the way out. Follow me at twitch.tv forward slash cookie ninja Peace. So who would you want to split a burrito with? Like, So you already said Kevin Hart. Do you well, have no, some, like saying, a celebrity I, I that saying, you like, would? Out of those three people, like Kevin Hart, Will Ferrell, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, like that'd be a good burrito splitting party like like i think my ideal person to split a burrito with despite the fact not knowing what kind of cuisine he likes would be simon pegg i think where's he from simon pegg is uh hot fuzz and Shaun of the dead oh okay okay yeah and he's also in star trek and he just seems like a cool nerd okay here's who i would wouldn't mind uh like splitting a burrito with because like i'm very when it comes to celebrities, I get starstruck, and I don't know what to say. Like, this, um, so I would want to have split a burrito with somebody who I would feel would be down to earth and chill. I think it's Post Malone. <laughs> <laughs> Is that random as fuck? It's kind I of. I did random. not see that yeah. coming at all. I was just like. <laughs> Because Post Malone's a dope dude. <laughs> he's fucking chill as shit. And I'm like, oh my God, he's so normal. 
and so humble. I want to kick it with You'd this dude. You'd be like, like smoking a fat blunt and then like taking a bite out of a burrito, and he'd just be like, "Yo, this burrito is dope, man." You're like, hey, "It's my favorite like, place." It is. It's lit. <laughs> and then he's just gonna like recommend going doing something epic, and I'll be like, "I'm down, Post Malone." I know I call you by your full name, but do you mind? Do you mind if I call you Post? (laughs) That's my dude, Mister Malone. (laughs) (laughs) Mister Malone, who do you who do you have, bro? A Jason. Oh, Jason, the Red Ranger, or just our friend Jason? Our friend Jason. (laughs) I would really enjoy having a burrito with him. Yeah, (laughs) I miss him. We would really enjoy hanging out with you sometime, Jason. Shit. Yeah. This isn't gonna make pod it might it will it might it might <laughs> all right jason. it'll definitely make the ground only if jason listens <laughs> we'll see you guys next week peace jason are you there <laughs>